Nice, nice. Well, 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 let's start since we're just starting live. We're live right now. We'll do uh, well, pronounce your name one more time because my phone cut out. Who am I sure. talking with? Uh, my name is Alan. Uh, the podcast and business name is Sentient Future. Sentient Future. How long have you been using uh, uh, Anch- Anchor? Um, nine months. Nice, nice. So we got a seasoned vet. I'm a rookie here, man. I'm only like three weeks old. <laughs> well, I'm sure you. Uh... I'm sure you know what you're talking about. It's just a different platform, right? Exactly, exactly. So today's topic is living with a purpose. Yeah, the reason I, I connected that. with you on that was um, I'm very much you know, promoting the same thing. Uh, living intentionally is sort of the direction I take with it. And um, just uh, obviously your message and, uh, resonated with me. So I figured I'd connect. Nice, nice. That's, that's what I'm all about, connecting with like-minded individuals, you know? Love it. So how long have you been uh, coaching? So a little over a year now, um, but I'm going to be incorporating my business, pulling in my professional engineering services as well under the same banner, um, because I, I largely do um, quantitative coaching. Nice, so, nice. So life, life coaching, but with a quantitative bent. That's, uh, I guess, where my skill set and, and uh, professional experience lies. So that's where, where I'm at. Hey man, that you just said you got to have um, the mindset, the skill set, and then the action set. So you're definitely taking the action that's very, very appropriate to get to where you want to go in life. Cool, thanks. Yeah. What about you? What's the? All right, I started. The... I started off as a fat fuck at 350 pounds. Don't mind my my sailor's tongue because I do curse without realizing it sometimes. And um, my wife had our first child and then our second child back to back. And I realized this isn't the life I wanted. This is not the life I dreamed of. I used to be a truck driver. Just miserable. You know what I mean? So I uh, fell in love with this program I saw on an infomercial one day. And then I got this coach and he helped me lose this weight. And he told me about health and fitness coaching, which I became a health and fitness coach. And I said, you know, there's more to this than just health and fitness. So I started going into the neuroscience, neuroplasticity, you know, reprogramming the mind. And I'm almost certified as a neuro coach right now, a few few months out. That's awesome. Cool. Yeah. And then also I'm working on becoming a certified lifetime coach because, you know, it's more than just, like I said, the physical. It's a lot to do with mental, getting over those limiting beliefs, you know, shattering those old limiting beliefs that we've been conditioned and reprogramming the mind so we have empowering beliefs. Yeah. But my, I love that. Yeah, you conquer the mind and the rest will follow. Exactly, you know, it's a mind over matter. But my target audience, my target market, and I've, I've said this from day one and I'm not going to change it. I know our time is, is worth more than money will ever be. It's the only thing we can never get back. But Absolutely. I truly get joy out of helping low-income families, the people that can't afford certified trainers, certified nutritionists, you know. So I, I always work on the budget. My wife gets mad at me from time to time because, you know, I'll, I'll cut people great deals because, like I said, I'm not doing this for the money. You help enough people get what they want, you'll get what you want in life. That's just a given. That's a given. I, I, I think to end up being a good coach, a sustainably good one with the reputation and everything, you've got to be genuine. You have to care. Uh, if you don't, it just, it's obvious. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, I'm, I'm working with a silent partner right now and he did a, it's a great program. They're like three to five minute videos where it's binaural beats, affirmations, visualization. And like you, you watch it with subliminal messages. Of course you watch it right when you wake up and then right before you go to bed. So I guinea pig myself, which I, tend to do a lot. If somebody has a question, like uh, the last test I did was the Bulletproof Coffee. 
because I don't drink coffee and I can't give you personal experience unless I try it for myself. So I tried it for 90 days and it wasn't for me, but you know, I, I gave my honest report on it, but he created this program and he's all about money. He wants to charge $497 for each program. There's six programs with three more about to come out. So I made him sign a contract that gave me the last word <laughs> for two, yeah. for two years. And I was like, listen, you have no credibility. You have nobody besides me and you and my wife who's done this program and had success. How do you plan on selling this for 500 bucks to people yeah, that don't exactly. have 500 bucks? So we're running a beta test group. And I told he got very upset with me because I told him, I was like, anybody that's in the beta test group, as long as they stay in the group, they'll have lifetime access to all the programs. And he was like, you don't understand how much time and money and effort I had to put in this. I'm like, I do. I get it. Don't get, don't get me wrong. I understand to find the binary beats, to get all these affirmations, to put the videos together and to trim it down the way you did. You need to be a millionaire, but you're not going to get there unless you come back to reality for a little while. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I was like, you need to take your programs over again. So that's what he's doing now. We're, we're promoting that on the side. But like I said, I, I work with low income families, so he's not going to make that $500 off of each person for uh, literally it's a 21 day program. You watch a three-minute video in the morning and a three-minute video at night. You think someone's going to pay you five hundred dollars for that unless you have proven statistics and facts backing it up? Yeah, not to mention uh, people who are giving it genuine endorsements, right? So exactly, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Long term, sir. Long term. Think about it. Yep, and he, that's his thing. Like, I've known the kid since like grade school. You know what I mean? He's always been one of these smart, intelligent you know, I don't want to say nerdy type kids because he was definitely, you know, the kid that would help me with my homework all the time. But he, he, like I was a jock, he was the kid on the computer all the time. And I, I told him all the time, if I could go back, I would not be the jock anymore. My body aches. I have degenerative disc disease. I got herniated disc, bulging disc, protruding disc, yep. you know, and that's all from football, lifting heavy shit my whole life. And then sure. what really killed me was I got shot in 2002 was that oh I, I owned a college on a package to play football. And I was walking home from the ball with my roommate at the time. And I just turned 21. And these two kids tried to rob us. I went to cock back my arm to punch this kid right in his face. And my roommates, listen, you're 21 now. It's time to be the bigger man. The first time I ever tried to be the bigger man, I got shot in my left ass cheek. <laughs> <laughs> with a hollow I, mean, I can think of worse places but that still sucks yeah but it was a hollow tip 22 and it tumbled it stopped a centimeter from shattering my pelvic bone you would have thought that would have been my first reality that call like okay you have a second chance let's do things right nah I fucked up after that I spiraled out of control I did a lot of drugs did things I wasn't proud of but then one day my wife just showed up at my front door and everything changed literally she showed up at my front door so that's a little, little background about myself what about you Tell, tell, tell uh, me your life story. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I'm going to start with something different. I mean, I can tell you the details, but uh, why don't I start with my why? Um, so it's, it's, it's pretty different, I guess. So 81% of my life since birth has been scheduled. Okay. Okay. 19% hasn't. That's about 55,500 hours. And the way I look at that is uh, 55,500 hours is currently my the total of time I've not lived intentionally. Mm. For, for me personally, it, it, living intentionally means scheduling my time in advance so that I don't spend it in a way that uh, my short-term gratification wiring wants me to. Mm -hmm. So my why is to draw that, um, draw that shortfall down to zero 
by creating intentional time in other people's lives according to what it is that they value. Nice. You're a giver. If, if, if I can do that, right, um, and they can live their life more consistently with what they value, then I can uh, effectively consider, you know, by chipping away at, at my shortfall. If I can do that down to, to zero, which is actually pretty possible, I think, with a bit of scale, then um, then I can say that I've lived a fully intentional life. And then the, you know, past that, if I can start creating a surplus, uh, maybe even say 80 years, again, scaling more through the number of people I can help live according to what they value. I'm not about imparting my values on others. That's not what it's about. Um, then I can say that I've lived a fully given life and have given the equivalent of an entire lifetime to others. Um, so in service really. And then the last, the last goal, if I can manage it, is if somehow I can, you know, create more intentional time than say 80 years, uh, you know, in other people's lives equivalently across all the people I help, then you know, how many equivalent lifetimes can I give to others simply through, um, you know, encouraging them to identify what it is that they value to spend their time accordingly. And then to use some of my, you know, my education, my background around uh, time and how it works and efficiency and bottlenecks and that kind of stuff, because that's my, my professional training. Um, you know, if, if I can use those skills in a personal setting and not just a business setting to, you know, to help reduce, I guess, waste and re regret for people's lives, then, um, you know, that's, that's the ultimate goal. That's a that's a worthy righteous goal, my brother. Let me just ask you a question. Uh, the numbers you said at the beginning. How many hours did you live on somebody else's time? You said. I'm sorry. So so yeah, uh, fifty five thousand five hundred hours is my current um, shortfall, and that represents nineteen percent of my life since birth. And I'm in my early thirties. Yeah, I'm I'm thirty seven. So I figured that you were around the same age as me. But what when you say that what, what you were living like what your what your parents wanted you to do. Um, so it means that, uh, you know, obviously when we're really little, right, I mean, our parents have plans for our days and so on and so forth, and some of it's free time. So so looking back on it, right, uh, it, when I was really young, a fair amount of it was scheduled. When I was sort of in my teens, less of it was. And then in my working uh, life, it, more of it was because I found the power of, of discipline. That discipline actually brings about freedom. It doesn't squander it. Mm -hmm. um, and so looking back on it and running the numbers, that's – that's what I've come to. Uh, and so right now I schedule and track 100% of my time, 24-7, 365. Nice. Nice. And so I don't, like, it, it, it's one end of the spectrum. I don't advocate that for anyone who doesn't want to do that. But I think any steps in the right direction of planning how it is we want to spend our time in advance um, helps us protect what it is that we value. Because uh, it means if something comes across our plate, we actually have something to compare it against. Well, what else was I going to spend my time on? And if, uh, you know, if something comes across our plate and it just, it isn't as high priority as what we had planned, we can confidently say no and have no regrets about it. Yes, sir. Let me ask you another question because it's funny that you bring up these numbers because um, I was just doing a lecture the other day and we were talking about there's 168 hours in a week. The, a yep. the average person spends about 56 hours sleeping if you're getting eight hours of sleep. And the, the average person spends about 40 hours a week if they're working a nine to five. Uh, understanding that a person like you and me that, that are doing the entrepreneur type of life with coaching is going to be spending more. But let's just go back to the average person spending about 35 hours eating, showering and traveling. 
and that leaves them what like 37 hours out of their week for their goals that's, and their dreams right that's a whole other work week but yeah <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, I mean, it, it's, it's doable. I do believe when people say, oh, I don't have enough time, I think that's a bunch of bullshit, if you ask me, because we all have the same amount of time, 24 hours in a day. It's not... It's about priority. Exactly. And it's like, oh, I need to learn time management. No, you need to learn yourself and understand what you really want, because a lot of people go back to their comfort zone, right? And they'll be like, okay, I'm learning something new, and you're fired up the first two, two, maybe three weeks. But by week three, week four, you want to go sit on the couch and watch TV and not do what you need to get done and then complain about not getting yep. the results you want. So that, that leads me to my next topic, which is, is cause and effect, right? So would you believe that effects or well, results are effects? Would you believe that's true? I'd say they're both. I mean, results are really just a point in time, mm -hmm. right? I mean, uh, having a result and maybe the positive feedback you get from it um, or uh, your self-actualization, whatever you want to call it, that that very well could uh, encourage you to do more of the same or more better uh, in future. So I, I think it's, it's a point in time and you're either looking forward to it, which is perhaps an effect, or you're looking backwards at it which was potentially a cause to what then came later. So it's Okay, really perfect. So I, I like that you, you have an open mind. That's what I'm going to say because a lot of people look at me. And I always use the health and fitness because that's my fallback. Now, if you're 350 pounds like sure. I was, that is the result of not exercising, poor dieting, and just being lazy. So if you want to change that 350 pounds like I did, you have to change your cause. Obviously, I had to start exercising eating proper nutrition and then, you know, being around like-minded people like yourself, because, you know, toxic people do exist. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I think people that don't, basically the way I look at it is the people that don't take ownership over their own lives. And so they, uh, they spend their time complaining and misery loves. Company. Yeah. Uh, I just got a notification. It says your maximum recording time for co-hosting is 15 minutes. This time is about to wrap. Yeah. Yeah, man, it was a pleasure. I, I hope we can definitely do this again because, you know, I mean, I'm still new to this whole podcast, but I love meeting people like you. You're, you're a fascinating dude. I can tell that you're going to achieve all your goals and dreams because you're just that type of person, man. Hey, I, I feel the exact same way. Um, yeah, I'm going to um, opt to connect with you later here. And, uh, I yeah, you too, brother. Have a great day and enjoy the rest of the week. All right. Thanks. Bye -bye. Awesome. Take care.